It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, Season 3, Episode 2. It's a band, not a solo act. I'm reaching out to you to give me something to hold on to. Alright, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. At this point, I guarantee everyone's got to be back in school. So maybe it's your plan time, maybe it's your prep period, maybe it's your lunch. But I am Mike, Principal Extraordinaire from Lansing, Illinois. And this is Josh Buckley, a Title I School Improvement Specialist from Mesa, Arizona. And we're coming at you with the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, where Mike and I want to share our passion, our unity, and our DIY attitude with you so you can sprinkle that all over your campus, put it in your school, put it in your classroom so that you can make the best place for learning for your students. Yeah, it's 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 all right if you haven't gone over to the merch shop on our website yet and picked up new school swag to start the year with some PRC gear. We are all punks here at the Punk Rock Classrooms Podcast, just by having that mindset. And Josh, I just want to throw yeah. out there, so, you know, I always do my introduction, Principal Extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't do that just on the podcast. I do that when at the beginning of our school year with the district, I've done it. Uh, we had a meeting at our regional office yesterday, and that's how I introduced myself. You know, everyone kind of laughs about it. But the funny thing is, my staff, who was also at the regional office, they're starting to throw that in there, too. Like my social workers, <laughs> like I'm the social worker extraordinaire from Oakland. So it's but it's like it's 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 Look, catching on. You so. got you got to You got to you got to gas yourself up. If anybody's exactly. going to do it, you got to You got to own. You got to own how awesome like, you are. It makes you feel good about it. Right. If you're about to sit through a half day workshop on creating a new school improvement plan, yeah. you got to You got to get you. Like I said, you got to pump yourself up. Yeah, for you got to pump so. yourself up. <laughs> Uh, so on the episode today, uh, as as we are second full length episode for season three, we want to talk about something. We're starting the school year. Lots of campuses are starting the school year. You may have already done your in services at the beginning of the year. You might be back in full swing. I think I just finished week five. I think yeah. we just finished five, uh, and which is just bizarre to believe that that's where I'm at. Like progress reports are out, and we're that's halfway crazy. we're halfway through the quarter, <laughs> right? Like we're uh, so I'm on October, I'm on break. I'm on fall break in like a month, which is just like you just went back. Right. But it's just, it's flying by. But what we wanted to talk about is this is an opportunity as we're starting this school year and we're not starting this school year. It's not like everything is back to normal. Although, you know, people want to pretend it is some places we are still, right. you know, campuses are wearing masks. Campuses are still doing lots of, you know, procedures and social distancing and safety issues yeah and and um i know you know talking to other you know other campuses in my district like kids are coming back and they're coming back like just i i know at our secondary level kids are coming back ready to rumble man yeah. like they haven't all been together they haven't you know some kids missed all they missed a they missed junior high Right. right. Like and now can, yeah. and now they're high school students and they've never had to switch classes. They've never had to go to lunch with 2000 people or whatever it is. So right. it's just it's different. And so as we're dealing with different things that come up, as we're trying to build these systems for the school year, Mike and I want to talk about the idea, this idea that if you're a leader on campus like Mike, a principal 
or you're a classroom teacher and you have a room full of students, we want to take this idea and, and, and play with it. And the idea of, of punk rock is like, you might be the lead singer, but you're in a band, right? Yeah. You have people you're working with and, and this isn't a solo act. This isn't, you know, you doing everything and making every decision yourself. We want to talk about why it's punk rock to get everybody involved in building these systems in your school. And so Mike, I know you just, you were just talking about it. You were just talking about, you are, um, you have to write your school improvement plan, right? You're talking about right. you're starting off your school year. Um, you're hearing from teachers uh, about things that are going on. So how do you as a school leader approach the idea that, you know, it's, it's, you're not a solo act. You might be the lead singer, but you're in a band. So how do you ensure that as you're building these systems, you're getting more voices, you're hearing people, you're letting them take the reins. How does that happen? For right. You? Yeah. So this, I mean, I feel like we said this last year, this year is like no other, because even though most of us have come back full on hundred percent student attendance, um, it, it's this year is like, it's still like a new year. Like, yeah, because like you were just saying all of these different procedures and, and things we have to put in place, we've never had to open a school year like this. And I, and I've noticed, and I just got to give a shout out to like every, every classroom teacher, every paraprofessional, every secretary, every administrator, like everyone that I've seen in my district, everyone I've seen on social media, or I've talked to through Boxer, everyone has said like, I, they've never been this exhausted. And it's because like, we're, this is still something completely brand new. Like we, you know, we, we haven't opened like this. So I've noticed some of the procedures that should just fall in place and just work like our parking lot. Like we had worked years and years and years to get our parking lot to just go smooth and flow. And now this year, for some reason, there's more parents picking up because yeah. they don't want to, they don't want to put their kid on the bus. Yeah. Um, plus we have so many bus issues right now with, you know, in, in, in Illinois, like we don't really like we outsource the buses, you know, I know some States, they, they have their own drivers and the buses are, are run through the that's, district. That's what we have, yeah. Okay, so we're not like that. So we rely on these other companies and they have a shortage, like everyone, they have a shortage yeah. of drivers. So we have less buses. I mean, for example, on, on Tuesday, we're supposed to have a two o'clock dismissal. We got told at two o'clock on Friday, oh yeah, we can't accommodate picking up your kids early because we have all these other routes. So last minute, we have to tell all these parents, hey, actually, Tuesday is a full day school. Mm. So your kids. But anyway, so all of these procedures that should just flow smooth, plus all of the new ones, you know, there's a lot of frustration. And yeah, a staff has been coming to me, you know, the union leadership, of the buildings come to me like these are concerns, you know, people are bringing up. Um, I asked this past week, I asked all my team leaders, hey, in your Thursday team meeting, can you give me your top two concerns for Oakland, like not district wide, like the, the, those things we can't control. What what can we fix here at Oakland that needs to be adjusted now? And my assistant principal and I were talking, and we said, "Look, everyone keeps coming to us, and they're looking to us like, hey, how are you going to fix this? Yeah, what's the solution?" <laughs> and like, it's I'm not going to lie, like it's it's dragging me down. Like I am exhausted. And my AP and I were talking, and we're like, we don't have to have all of these answers. Right. So, so what one thing we're going to do, so if any of my staff's actually listening to this, they're going to get to get a preview of, of uh, our Tuesday staff meeting. 
which now I've had to adjust to just an hour instead of the two hours I was supposed to have thanks to the bus <laughs> company. Um, but right, flexibility is the name of education, right? Right. right. So what we're going to do is I'm taking like some of the, some of the concerns were grade level specific. So I already responded back to that, that team and said, I hope this helps, you know, here's some clarification, yeah. but some of these ones that are more across the board, uh-huh. we're going to put it back on the teams. Like I'm going to tell them, look, I don't have all the answers. Like if I did, this would have been solved by now. Right. Um, so we're going to put them into groups mixed up as I always do. You know, I don't want all just fifth grade together. I want kindergarten through fifth in one group with some specialists thrown in there. And I'm going to give them their topic and say, all right, what, what would you guys do? Like, how would you solve this? Yeah. And hopefully we, through this, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, we can get some solutions that they've all had a voice in. It's like what we say with the kids, you know, when you make your classroom expectations, right? Right. If the kids have a voice, there's more buy-in and it's going to, it's going to work. So hopefully, you know, that's one approach we're going to take. And, you know, I'm just, I need to start relying on my team leaders more. Cause I'm not going to lie. I I've been trying to solve everything with my AP because well, I also like, I think that's just who we are as educators, right? right? We solve problems and we solve problems right. in our classroom all the time. Right. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just trying to take some of the stress off of them because they're going through a lot with the kids back and they're de- the mass not being pulled up and all, all the things they're dealing with just as a classroom teacher. Yeah. I'm like, well, let me just try to fix this for them. Um, but Josh, it's like, it seems like it's never ending. It's just like, you think you, you think you get something and then somebody else brings up a concern or they're unhappy about something. And yeah, so we, we need to start giving it back to them. Cause it's like you said, you know, we're, we're a band, we're a team. Right. Right. And even if you look, you know, I just recently watched filmage, the story of descendants all. And yeah, even though you might have like, like Bill Stevenson's the, the main writer of this song, he just doesn't come say, Hey, all right, Stefan, Carl, Milo, here, just do, do your thing. Like, yeah, no, Stefan Egerton is like a genius at guitar. If you ever listen to him play, you know, yeah. and so Bill will have something and then they all like contribute to, okay, that's, you got like the blueprint down. Right. 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 And then they're all going to throw their flavor into it. So, so that's what we're, we're going to do to approach it. Like, all right, kind of, I'm going to tell them, here's how I envision we can do the parking lot. Cause that's the example I've been talking about. Now, what do you guys see? as things we can tweak how would you yeah. fix it to make it smoother um so kind of passing the mic getting their voice heard and it's it's about building your crew like we need to know we need to get back to where we're all we're all in it together and my social worker brought up yesterday as we were going through the school improvement plan because we looked at it from two years ago and there were a few categories where i said i don't think we are no longer exemplary in there and they're like yes. what do you mean i go I go, if you saw these concerns that staff have brought to me, they don't feel that way anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. and my social worker said to the, to the rest of the group, you know, there are six of us total there. She said, well, I think after how last year went and we were away from each other and there, there wasn't, you know, we never were able to come together and problem solve and threw right. everything on Zoom. She goes, I think people have that feeling like I'm kind of alone right now in right. this yeah. and I'm not supported. And, you know. It's, it's unfortunate because I was hoping we'd come back and we'd pick right back up where we were in February of 2020 before we all went home. Right. But, but no, that, like, yeah, it's, 
yeah. got to put in the work again. Right. I think, I think that's the key thing too, is that we do have to put in the work. I, there's, there's a book that I really like that I had to read for, um, uh, for a district leadership thing we were working on. And in fact, we never got to it as a district leadership, but we all got a copy of the book. It's called Dream Team. And it's uh, it's a pl- practical playbook to help innovative educators change schools, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things I thought was really helpful is, I-, I don't know if you've ever done, like, so title schools, we have to do, you have to do like your root cause analysis, right? That's part of what we do. That's, that's what we were doing yesterday. Right, yeah. So your plan, you're doing root yep. cause analysis, you're fish boning out the reasons yep. why things are happening, right? I, yep. We all have to do that. But there's a really good idea in here. Um, and, and it's essentially ideation. Um, I don't know if you've, if, uh, so ideation, the idea that you come up with as many ideas as you can and their process that they, that they lay out in this book is when you have something you want to change or something you want to do differently or something you want to improve, come up with a hundred solutions as many, get everybody in a room, come up with, and you say yes to every solution. Okay. You just get everybody to write down as many solutions you can. So your parking lot problem, someone might say like, I don't know, can't we just pave this part and extend the parking lot? Okay, cool. Write it down. Let's start putting as many ideas as we can down. Can we have parents only drive this way into the block, right? They can only come right. from this side. Okay, write it down. You write down as many things as you can and you try to get a hundred ideas in 20 minutes. It's rapid. Okay. So your team comes up with all these ideas and then- you start to look at those. And it's funny, it says in your ideas 61 to 80 are often pretty crazy, right? <laughs> like because at that point, people are just throwing things out. You're there. just, yeah, you're just throwing down all of this stuff. Um, but it says between 81 and 100, when you're starting to get to those, like everybody's writing, you're at 8100, there are six brilliant ideas. Because what you've done is you've gotten everybody's brain thinking instead of the simple solution where we go, like, just do this. Right. Right. And everybody's like, I don't really like that, but okay, fine. Right. We came up with it. When you force yourself to do this brainstorm, when you force yourself to come up with these ideas, you can hit the really great one. And I think that that's a great idea to use with teams. Right. Because again, this isn't a solo project. Right. This isn't you and this is everyone. This is the band. Right. So if you can get everyone to chip in, if you can get a team of your educators to do that, that's, that's a way to generate powerful ideas to change the system. And when you dive in and you keep digging, you might find that perfect solution, right? You might find that thing that you didn't think about because you're saying, yeah, put it down on paper. I don't care. Right. Like Flying cars. Okay. Write it down. Right. (laughs) Whatever, whatever it is. Um, But you're trying to build that solution. I think as leaders on campuses, um, as leaders in classrooms, you think about students who, who haven't been in buildings in a year and a half. Right. Those, those kids are the, those are kids, right? We have, we have first graders who've never been in a classroom ever. They've right. never been in a classroom. We have second graders who maybe spent half a year, you know, they spent part of kindergarten in a classroom. Right. So they were just learning how to be a person in a building, right? I With mean, there's routines act- and, yeah, and routines expectations. And, stuff. and then we take all that away for a year. They lost all that. And so if you're a classroom teacher, how can we do the same thing with our students? How can we bring them into the process of, okay, we're all here. We have to, you know, your campus might have, I know that some districts here, my son's in a district where like 
rows have to face the front students can't students still can't be in groups together right like you're you're on a desk by yourself there's no shared stuff so maybe you work with your class about well how are we going to solve the problem of cooperating together because we're in a room together we need yeah. to work together so how do we solve that i i imagine if you went through this process, maybe it's not a hundred ideas, but if you brainstorm with your kids, what does it mean to cooperate? Here are our parameters. How can we get this done? Just think of the thinking that takes place for a group of maybe fourth graders who have to solve yeah. that problem. How do we cooperate together? Right. It's it's I did something similar yesterday. So we're a PBIS school. Yeah. And and we're taking a different approach this year. Like our monthly goals aren't going to be like, okay, we need to improve hallway behavior or lunch. No. So we're like, we don't want to hammer down on the rules. Cause I told the team right at the beginning, I said, not one kid is going to sit out of any PBIS celebration. Like everyone's doing everything this year. And so our approach, our September goal, friendship. Right. And I, and I brought every grade level by themselves to the gym yesterday for a quick 10, 15 minute pep yeah. rally. Um, cause each grade level at this point of the year, now we're like 15 days in now you, the honeymoon's over. So right. each grade right. level has certain things I want them to work on. Yeah. Um, and we just, we talked, but when we talked about friendship, I was like, all right, well, what does it mean? I go, some of you haven't seen anybody in 18 months and now yeah. we're together. And, and some of the ideas that the younger kids, I'm like, how can you make friends? they came up with like on their own, like you said, it's yeah. once it starts like just getting thrown out there, like others are like, Oh yeah. And we can do this or we can play this this way. And yeah. Seeing them. Cause I, so many times, and, and this is, this is an age old, you know, thing where people always say, and we talked about this in our school improvement thing. Like sometimes the adults already have the mindset, well, my kids can't do that. Right. My right. kids won't understand this. My kids can't set that up, but they can. Your yeah. kindergartners, your pre-K kids can help you. How, what do we expect in this classroom? Like, And they'll be able to tell you, well, we should be nice to each other. We should share. Like, yeah. They can come up with the classroom expectations. We just have to give them the opportunity to. Right. And, and then they get to own it. Right. That same thing. Yes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in this new role on a campus, uh, you know, as our, our title one specialist, and now I'm in a leadership role and we have things we have to solve. We have things, you know, I'm in the conversation in the office, right. In right. a way that I haven't been before, but it often comes down to, okay, how do we get our leadership team to buy in. So for us, that's one person from each grade level, K through six. That's one of the specialist teachers. That's a special ed teacher and a, one of our counselors, right? Okay. All in a room together, plus our family support specialists. So one of our classified staff members is in there helping us do this. And it just comes down to, okay, um, we've started this thing um, where I we're building our monthly meetings. And essentially I was like, okay, how do you, can you guys help us build the agenda? So I, what I want to do is every, you know, this is just a, we're just starting this. We're going to see how it works, but the, oh, the week before I'm going to send out two questions um, on like a Google form. And I know okay. not, every, not everybody loves Google forms and they're like, Oh, it's a Google form. Right. It's, it was just <laughs> a way for me to collect this from these uh, from our team leaders. Like what's going on. You meet a PLC every week with right. your team. We have, we're out um, two hours early every Wednesday. Okay. Two hour early out on Wednesday. 
So our kids are normally done at two and on Wednesdays, they're out at 12. So we have this two hour build. What are you guys, what are you dealing with? What are the concerns you have? What are the solutions you want to tackle? What do you want to do with this? Bring that to us and we'll put it on the agenda and we'll talk through it and we'll work on it and bring your solutions, right? Like in your PLCs, in the time that you have together, what are, what are the things that are popping up for your grade level? What are the things you're seeing popping up on campus and how can we fix that? To start our year this year, we let teachers decide how we were going to do um, uh, release in morning. So yes. during the pandemic, we stopped doing parents drop off your kids. They go to the playground. And at one point we, you know, we ring the bell or blow the whistle and they and all bring come. them all in. We all bring inside. We stopped doing that during pandemic. And so we asked teachers, do you want kids in your classroom at the beginning? Cause that what they did, kids got dropped off. They go right to your room. So starting at seven ten, cause we're seven, kids in there. We're a seven thirty start, right? At 7.10, kids can be in your room. We're a breakfast in the classroom school anyways, right? So we have breakfast in the classroom. So do you, how do you want to start this? Do we want kids out at recess and you have to go watch, every, like you have to rotate duty to watch kids at recess in yeah. the morning recess? Or do you just want them to come to your room? Help us figure it out. And they voted, nope, we want them in our classroom. We get to start earlier. We eat breakfast right away. When 7.30 hits or, you know, like- It's time to roll. We do announcements at like 7.36, 7.40. As soon as announcements are done, boom, we're good to go. Yeah. We asked them about release. Do we want to go back to the old way of releasing students where, again, all of our teachers used to walk them, uh, walk kids out like, okay, anybody who's going pairing pickup, Send every kid who's in parent pickup this age group here. Send every kid who's parent pickup and our intermediate grades goes at this time and they come out to this one. Um, Our buses, teachers, you walk, anybody, you walk all of your buses out. We have six buses. Um, So teachers, you walk out, you do duty out there waiting for the kids to get on buses. Or do you want to do it or maybe figure out how we did it during um during quarantine which is we all have radios and we radio for parent pickup over the pa we say pink bus is here release your kids for pink bus and they go one group at a time right you just release your kids who ride that bus um and then for parent pickup we radio kids leave their classrooms we go all right i need blah 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 fourth grade so and so third grade so and so kindergarten copy blah 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 copy and they send them out to us and we put them in cars Okay. That, that took us about three, like, because we're an outside school, right? Yeah, we have big, yeah. big buildings. That took us about three weeks to get our dismissal down to a science. But that was a lot of like, okay, how do we do this better? Yeah. Well, it's taken so much time, you know, well, why don't we lie? Cause we have some parents who walk up to pick their kids. Right. Why don't we line those parents up? Have them do this. Can we do that? So it's all of these problem solving and it's never been my principle. This is how we're going to do it. Right. He's really good about bringing in those different voices and asking. And I think if we're going to be punk rock about this, if we're going to talk about how do we build systems, how do we design what we do on our campuses so that it, that it had one has the support of the people on your campus who is designed to get the best ideas possible to make it work. And three gets everybody to go. Yeah, let's do this. Right. You got to throw it out to people. You have to. You have to. You can't own those decisions. You can't work in isolation. You can't say, nah, I'm the boss. This is the way we do it. Exactly. I mean, 
And the thing is too, and I've seen this in my leadership role, you know, there are times when the principal is going to have to say, no, this is what we're doing. Yeah. But if you've had, if you've passed the mic and you've had your band and your crew give you input on all of these other things, those times are so much easier to even have them buy in because they'll say, okay, this was something that you just needed to, to put in place. Here we go. And down the road, maybe, you know, all right, how can we tweak it? So, you know, you, and you, you also know involved. what your, you also know what your staff wants and what your staff yes. believes in, what your staff right. can handle and what your staff can get behind. So if you're just making decisions in isolation all the time, you don't know that. You don't know. But and it's so true because yeah. even in my, and we had an admin meeting this week and there's certain things and all the principals were talking and there's times where I'll say, that's not going to work for my building because we know, you know, yeah, the strengths we have and what, like you said, what people want and they know how it's going to work for our, for our community. Yeah. And you can really only know that if you are continually asking and involving the people around right. you and the same thing for the kids in your classroom. When we say things like, Oh, I don't think my, I, I don't think my kids could do that. And then the next question I ask is, well, have you tried? Right. Well, no, but I'm like, okay, well try it. Who cares if it doesn't like try it once. And if it doesn't work, then at least we know, right. right? Like challenge yourself to give up some of that control. Right. Right. Challenge yourself to, a to, to not be, you know, the, the expert you said it earlier, you can't have all the answers. Challenge yourself to no not to challenge yourself to not need the answers. Right. Right. I think that's the toughest thing. And I want to tell you, I talked about this on my, on my, um, on my reflection last week, like it's hard to just go, you know, I don't know, but if you follow it with, I don't know, but I'm going to find out or I'm exactly. going to, or, or I don't know, let's find out. Yeah. That's more powerful because not only are you admitting, you know what? I'm not perfect. I don't know this, but also how about, how about we help each other do this? Right. Let's make this happen together. Right. Yeah. You're, you're building the capacity of the people around you. You're giving them an opportunity to lead and grow and learn. The kids in your classroom are the same way. You're giving them an opportunity to learn and lead and grow when you say, all right, guys, how are we going to do this? Right. How right. are we going to figure this out? Um, we're starting uh, project-based learning and uh, sort of design thinking on our campus. And it, it's been a, a, it's, I'm super excited for it. I got to go on a, a tour with, of a couple different campuses with our uh, okay. career exploration coach that we, we, we have a grant for um, a new position on our campus. And so it was just cool to go see these different spaces and go see these kids in these thinker spaces, just yeah. doing, just learning and just trying stuff. Yeah. Um, and as leaders, we have to be okay and comfortable with doing that with our staff. And as classroom teachers, you have to be comfortable with doing that and trying that with the kids in your room, because you will never know what awesome results you can get if you're unwilling to give up the mic, if you're unwilling to go, nah, we're a band, let's do this. Right. You know? So. Totally. Wow. Mike Earnshaw. I'm so stoked that we get to talk about punk rock. I'm so stoked we get to talk about punk rock. All right, folks, it wouldn't be the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast if Mike and I didn't talk about what we've been listening to. Um, it might be your favorite part of the show. 
Maybe this is the part where you're like, all right, I heard them talk about yeah, school I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> um, but we're going to do it quick. We're going to talk about what we're listening to. Mike, what have you been listening to? Uh, this past week, I've, I've been putting on some Bane. Oh, I, I think Bane so much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I listened to uh, their fi- the, the final album. I love that one. It's so good. And uh, that and uh, yesterday I had some time and pressure on. Oh, that, that's, that's been, it's such a good, it's a good album this year. Yes. A little, really a little hardcore goes a long way, I think. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's pretty rad. Those are both that last Bane album is great. I yes. just got all of my, so Bane did a, uh, you know, they've been broken up for a while, um, but they decided, all right, we're going to sell a bunch of the merch we've been yeah. sitting around. And then their, their bass player passed away. Stu. So Stu died. So I got my Bane. I'm with Stu shirt. I got a Bane nice. hoodie. I got a Bane hat all because I was like, yes, no, here, here, give me like, <laughs> like they were like threw all this up and the, the, the I'm with Stu shirts were to support Stu's family. So I'm like, yes, I'm supporting the scene. That's, that's what I'm doing. I, I got, so I got a, a new load of, of Bane gear. Nice. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give a shout out to a two song little um, promo by a band called enact uh, a hardcore band, um, little, little hardcore band. And they have a song um, called Rose. It's like two songs, hear my voice and Rose super powerful. And um, I think one of the things that, that sometimes we don't have enough of in hardcore are the voices of, of women in hardcore. And this is a band with yeah. a great, a great, a great singer. And then uh, the, the last song, uh, the second song on there, Rose is like a super powerful heartfelt song. Um, It feels like from my listening to it, that it's about uh, dealing with the death of her grandmother. And so it's a, it's a really rad, it's a rad. And I don't mean that to say like, it's sad. So it's rad, but it's like a great, the music is great. The lyrics are great. It's a powerful sort of like, song about dealing dealing with that and so um cool little promo by enact you can find it on on spotify um cool. i bet you i'm gonna check s- it out but you could snag it on Bandcamp if you want to throw them a couple bucks uh You're right yeah uh but that's what i've been listening to um nice so folks thank you for tuning in you know that you can find the show on the website punkrockclassrooms.com um that you can follow mike and i on twitter and instagram and the show at these handles the show on twitter and instagram is at punk classrooms mike on both of those is at mike r earnshaw and then on both of those i am at josh r buckley you can follow us there uh mike share it man what's out what should people go check out yeah you guys should head over to amazon or edumatch.com um my book finally has come out the Educulture Cookbook. It came out Wednesday, September 1st. Um, head of Amazon. You can get it on Kindle or, or a paperback. And when, when we run into each other, I'll sign it for you. Um, if you're if you're not, if you're anti-Kindle and you got the Nook, you can go to Barnes and Nobles and get the Nook version. Um, Edumash has them, but yeah, check it out. Well, maybe we can maybe we'll put a link, a page on our site that'll take you to the to the stores too. Oh yeah, let's let's yeah, do that. We'll we can do that. Up. So you'll be able to you'll be able to find Mike's book. My copy landed on my porch yesterday. Um, I'm super yeah, everyone, excited. Everyone's getting theirs before I get my own. Yeah, I'm super excited <laughs> to dig into it and 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 share it with my team on my campus about some things that we can do at our at our PED and our professional learning coming up. Uh, so go check it out. Um, and uh, you know what? As always, share the show with your friends. Uh, you know, if you've got that teacher in your life, that educator in your building, who you think you know what. Let's expand my crew. Share yep. it out. We want to hear from you. Remember, you can always shoot us a question, uh, punkrockclassrooms at gmail.com. Uh, you can DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, we want to hear what's going on. 
We want to know what's going on with you, crew. You're starting your school year. How is your school year going? Let us know. Mike, I believe, is up next week with a reflection. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what Mike's beginning of the year, what he's going to talk about. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. So thank you everybody for tuning in and we'll see you at the show. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.